Have you noticed that you might be growing a little weary of all the stuff that's been going on? Well, let's talk about how not to grow that in the garden of our lives. Welcome to the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. Hey everybody, this is Greg and my wife Sharon and I. We're Christians and we like to talk about the Word of God. We've been married for almost 30 years and we've got a lot of things that the Lord has taught us and so we like to turn around and share that stuff with everybody so that they can have God's best for their life. And so uh, what we're going to do today, as Sharon has kind of already told you, we're going to talk about how not to grow weary and what that means. Yeah, um, we'd like to publish our podcasts every couple of weeks. So if you have a chance, if you're not driving, why don't you subscribe and then you'll be able to hear the next one. All right. So let's just dive right on in. Um, you know, every summer, uh, well, let me go back here. My husband and I uh, have four kids. We have our oldest uh, is married and has our first grandchild. Uh, we have, and the next one's about to get married in less than a month mm-hmm. as, of this, as of this recording. And we have two sons that are still at home. And one thing I like to do with the boys, we call them the boys, they're uh, 15 and 11. And one thing I like to do with them every summer is to grow fruits and vegetables in a garden. We have a little raised bed garden in our backyard, and we've been doing that for the last three or four years, Mm -hmm. and we've got all kinds of stuff. And basically what we do is we just go to Lowe's, and we just say, and I just say, well, what do you guys want to grow? And so we just kind of pick up a total hodgepodge of different fruits and vegetables, um, it's not really for sustenance more than just to teach them some diligence. Although we do eat. We do eat them, we do absolutely, eat. but yes, we, do. we don't create enough to really sustain us yet, but <laughs> I don't know if you'd let it's me It's a good do start, that. right? We just have to ramp it up. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to ramp it way up, but, uh, but we, we grow all kinds of stuff like, um, we have had strawberries like you would not believe this year. We, we started with one plant and if you've ever grown strawberries, you know, they can go crazy. Anyway, we had probably over hundreds of strawberries this year, and it was great. It was great. It really was. And we've done cucumbers and zucchini and just different things. And I even, they, they liked grapes. So we've been doing a grapevine as well. Yeah, we haven't gotten very many grapes, I noticed. No, no, the Japanese beetles are attacking that the one. The birds. Pretty, yeah. I, see, I see the cardinals out there on them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get anything from that. But, but we have a grapevine. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we can say we have one. We can. But, uh, and the reason I started that a couple of years ago was because I uh, wanted to teach the boys some lessons on diligence and sowing and reaping, you know, because, uh, you know, I think that there's a tangible result that comes with going out there every day and, and picking off the dead leaves, pulling off the dead, the, the bugs that are attacking your plants, mm-hmm. um, making sure that it stays watered every day, uh, picking the, the, the produce. There's, there's a sense of, um, ownership in it for them and there's also a sense of pride when they do it well and then like when we go on vacation or they've neglected it for a little bit it's it's very tangible way for them to see if you neglect some things that they start to go downhill so it's really not about growing fruits and vegetables it's really not it's really more along the lines of 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 a way to teach them and and to and to give them real life uh examples of of the fruit if I can say that, yeah, the fruit that's right. of diligence, yeah, absolutely, and care, yeah, and uh, and, and thought, right, and consistency, absolutely. And all I those think principles. the consistency, mm-hmm. and faithfulness, you know, because that's what it requires, absolutely, yeah. So, when we've had some really great 
some, some things grew really well, some not as well, you know, yeah. I'd love to hear you guys, um, and, and your comments or whatever. I'd love to hear what you guys are growing and, yeah. and how that's going. So you can give me some tips. Yeah. And this podcast isn't really about growing vegetables no, and fruits, it's not. But, but I have, I have but, a point, but we had to, we had to lay that out <laughs> a little bit. Yes. So, um, and one day I was just meditating on, on all that and the Lord brought up Galatians six, nine. And it says, uh, let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. And he flipped that around because as, as I was studying, um, he was like, okay, stop there and, and look at it this way. And he flipped up the, he flipped around where it said, um, do not grow weary. And he showed me where in my own life I was actually growing weary, like as if it was a plant that I had sowed. Yeah, so and instead of growing corn, yeah, you grew so, weary. Yes, and and because it's talking about sowing and reaping right here, because it says in, in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. So he's just saying you're going to reap good harvest on those things if you're not sowing things that so are producing if, weary. if you could say like weary was a plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so a weary plant. And what yes. kind of fruit does a weary plant bring? Well, it's discontentment and, you know, all the things that cause us to, to be tired and fatigued and that takes away the joy in our lives. Well, I know that in this season, I mean, we can all say that that that, that has been a thing. I mean, oh, for sure. I, I don't care who you are. You're, you're having to battle. Weariness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially when the news just continues to be negative. Oh, and it changes every day. It's like, oh, and here's an, and the murder hornets, right? And, I know. Uh, and, and now the there's hur- the bubonic plague. Yeah, the bubonic plague and the hurricanes <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and the riots yes. and the looting and the. In uh, addition to all the things that we normally deal with. Yeah, right? exactly. So anyway, the Lord was just challenging me to um, start looking a little closer at my own life, at my the garden of my life, and to see what I was actually sowing, because I was reaping weariness. So he was saying, okay, pay attention. What are you sowing that's producing that, that weariness? Hold on one second. So how do you recognize if you're weary? Well, I think when, when normal day-to-day things are hard. Well, because it kind of creeps up on you, right? I think it creeps up on you. Like you just don't suddenly, uh, I'm weary, right? It, it, it's kind of just, it's like a slow boil, right? Like when you're ready for bed and it's just lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm done for today. Can we start tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go lay down forever. Yeah. Until yeah. <laughs> tomorrow, I'm done with today. <laughs> if you felt that, then you're weary. <laughs> if you're just like, oh, another thing. I cannot take another thing. That's weary. Yeah. You know, when you when you lose your fruit, the good fruit, because weary takes the place of other things, mm-hmm. you know, the joy that you have, the peace that you're walking in, you know, weariness can steal those things. So, uh, does that answer your question? I think so. I think so. I, well, I just want to make sure because some people don't recognize it and then they just find themselves at the end of their rope, you know? Right. Yeah. I think, you know, I think that feeling that you're at the end of your rope, that you can't possibly do anything else or everything is just really hard. Yeah. You know, it's, you're just tired of everything being a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> That, that can produce weariness. But uh, some of the things that the Lord uh, was encouraging me to change was um, what am I meditating about and what am I saying out of my mouth? You know, because sometimes we can have the attitude that we're a victim um, of, of our circumstances. And that can come out of our mouth when we start to believe that as complaining and murmuring. And if you look in the Old Testament, uh, the, Is- the Israelites, as they were leaving the land of Egypt and walking to the promised land were actually stuck in the wilderness 
with just barely, you know, I mean, their clothes didn't wear out or anything and they had enough to eat, but they didn't get the fullness of the promised land of God because they were complaining and murmuring. They were stuck there, kind of in limbo, waiting for God's promises, but unable to walk into them because of their hearts. So that, so God considers complaining and murmuring to be a, a, a thief, honestly, and it can be a thief of our joy and a thief, a thief of our peace. Yeah, I mean, uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty says, uh, "From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled." And you think about it, you can eat lots of different things. You can eat things that 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 satisfy you, or you can eat things that that make your tummy upset. Yeah, and that's really good because that ties right back into the gardening theme because. As the boys and I are, are gardening zucchini and squash and cucumbers, and they're learning to enjoy those things. Yeah, the second half, <laughs> the second half of that scripture says, and and the 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 right words bring satisfaction. Oh, that's good. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that is good. But so if you com- if you're complaining and murmuring about your life, you're actually sowing the seeds that are going to create weariness that you're feeling. And I had never put that together in my mind before. The Lord showed this to me. Well, and I know that that's been a topic that you and I have discovered or, or, or learned about for a long, long time, and, and we keep coming back around to it because I think our natural state can lead to just complaining or, or, or yeah. verbalizing yeah. the frustration that we're going Absolutely. through. Absolutely. Well, I think we, we kind of believe that it doesn't matter what we say. Yeah. You know, like, well, it's not going to hurt anything. Just saying. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> But actually, as we're complaining and murmuring, we're sowing seeds into our own hearts and to the hearts of those around us that produce weariness. Yeah. If you're meditating on how, how things aren't good, if you're meditating on how things should change or how you wish God would do something different in your life or how you wish other people would do something different, uh, that's going to produce discontentment. Yeah, a discouragement. Yeah, and discouragement, and it's and it's ultimately going to the fruit of that is going to be weariness in yes. your life, and you're not you're going to be like, well, hopelessness. What's the, yeah, what's the point? You know, it's just yeah. going to keep being this way. There's nothing that's going to help, or you know, and and that's that. Yeah, it's like hopelessness and discouragement, and that's what the devil wants you to focus on. So, I mean, if you read in uh, Psalms twenty-seven, thirteen. David says, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I mean, despair is a great word to kind of go along with what we're talking about. Right. I would think that despair is even a step further into the into a negative area because it's it's deciding that everything is hopeless and that and yeah, what's you're the giving point? in to the hopelessness. Yeah, I'd say it's even beyond hopelessness. Yeah, it's like a permanent state of hopelessness. Yeah, it's like I give up. You yeah, know, yeah. Everything's going to be bad. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, if we're, if we're going to be meditating on all the negative things that are happening in the world right now, that's going to be our state. That is exactly where we're going to end up. And Greg and I do not want you to grow weary in your field. We do not want you to have uh, hopelessness and despair because that robs you of today, that robs you of your future, and it robs you of what God wants to give for you. Oh, I, I firmly believe, you know, if I... Because I just really believe that. I think the Lord has shown me that good things are going to come out of this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Romans eight twenty eight says that He causes all things to work together for good for those that are that that love God and are called according to His purpose. So it's like I know that for for God's kids, for us, for for everyone who's who's uh, believed under Christ, God wants to do good things. He wants to turn this season around and use it for your good. And so one thing that we can do is we can we can 
usher that along or, or keep uh, the the adjutants and the irritants and the things that would slow it down out of the way, kind of through what Sharon's talking about, about watching what we what we meditate on and what we speak about. Yeah, and, and to piggyback on that also, um, God wants good things for everyone that's going through the season. The problem comes that if you don't belong to him, he doesn't have your permission to yeah, bring those good your, things that's to you. such a good point. He needs your permission. He needs your permission. And all you have to do to qualify for the blessings and the love and the mercy and the, and the power of God to be released in your life is to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, died for your sins, and was raised on the third day. It's that simple. It's that simple. You believe in your heart that, that, uh, that, that uh, Jesus died for your sins and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and, and he is and he and belongs boom. to you and you belong to him yeah. and your your citizenship instantly changes. Instantly. Supernatural transformation happens. Yeah. So you can do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna continue back with this talking about uh, complaining and murmuring. So when David said he would have despaired unless he had believed that he would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, that means right now, right here, even in the midst of all these challenges, we do need to keep our attitudes and our minds focused on the goodness of God being expressed in our lives in the land of the living. Not just when we go in the sweet by and by, but even right now, we, we need to focus on that. We need to believe that. And we do that by, by, by reading God's word and confessing it over ourselves. So you can say of yourself, I would have despaired unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living right here, right now. For us, it's in Lake St. Louis, Missouri, at our, at our home, in our family. You know, make it personal for you. And then as you believe that, um, that's going to take the place of all the complaining and the murmuring, and it's going to give you a much better outlook, and then you're not going to be growing weary. So those are techniques for just kind of like we were talking about the, the vegetable garden, uh, you know, of watering and fertilizing and picking off the dead leaves yes. and the bugs and all this. There are much, there's several things that you have to do in order to, to help a garden be as successful as possible. Those are the things that you do in your in your spiritual life. Yes. And really even your physical life, because some of that the it does the lines become blurred between physical and spiritual. That those are some of the things that you can do to to make sure that that is as effective as possible. Absolutely. So uh Isaiah sixty one um, tells us why Jesus came. And one of the things it says in that verse is it says he, to give us the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. And that's another synonym for weariness. Mm-hmm. You know, that the weary fainting means, means loss, that you're overwhelmed. Yeah. You think about it, like, so when you faint, you, you've lost your strength, you've lost your equilibrium, you've lost your ability to control yourself, you know, all those, all those kinds of things. Yeah. And it says, so that they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And it glorifies God for us to be glad and joyful and thankful and passionate about loving people and loving God. That actually blesses him and glorifies him. So if we can keep uh, uprooting these weary things like complaining and murmuring, and we're going to talk about a few other things, but if we keep just pulling those back out of our garden, we're giving God a chance uh, to to multiply the good seeds that we have sown in there, and that glorifies the Lord. Well, it's a good thing to remember that the complaining and murmuring and those kinds of things, though, you, if you don't know where those come from, they come from the reliance on the flesh. Yeah, that's so and, true. And when we mean by the flesh, for those of you who may not know, we're talking about your body, we're talking about your your soul, you're talking about your 
your your emotions, your mind even, right? Your your mind is limited. You know, you don't know everything. You have to come out when you when you when you when you're first born, you don't know anything. You have to learn a lot of things. So you're the, the mind is a work in progress. And so when when you put all of your emphasis on that, on those resources, that complaining and murmuring and stuff like that comes from there. It doesn't come from uh, your spirit, uh, your spirit man who's eternal. It doesn't come from that, and it certainly doesn't come from God. So it comes from just understanding that that you're you're leaning on that part of yourself. And once you get that down inside, it really makes it a lot easier to resist it. Right. So you're talking about the unrenewed man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the fallen state of humanity um, after the fall in the garden. You know, and that and that and that sin does create things in us, in our minds and in our like you said, in, in our souls and in our Well, you're just drawing from flesh. the wrong pile, right? Right. You're, you're drawing from the wrong things. Right. Right. So um another area where uh we can be growing weary in our garden of, all, of, of the gardens of our life is with self self-occupation when we're oh when we're overly uh, occupied with our own situations and and solving our own problems our, our feelings our feelings our mental state yeah focusing on um controlling things mm-hmm. uh that can cause weariness because god didn't design us to to just take care of ourselves all the time but he designed us to rely on him and to trust in him and to look to him to meet our needs, and then he wants to use us to be a blessing to other people. about um, what you you were talking to me yesterday about about how the Lord's been walking you through peeling off the distractions. Yeah, so I was starting to notice some weary yeah. in me, right? And yeah. I, and uh, I've got uh, I've got a lot of responsibilities, you know, uh, as an adult, uh, you know, obviously I'm I'm a, I'm a husband and, and a father uh, and I, our daughter's getting ready to get married. Any, any of you who've married off a, a daughter know that planning a wedding is, is, is quite a lot of challenge. And so there's lots of questions and, and then granted in the middle of a pandemic of all things, right? I know. We've already so, had to reschedule once. Was, yeah, I know. We're, we're <laughs> going, we're, we're just trying to, we're just trying to get over the finish line. Right. So, and then, you know, I, I, I help lead a company and, uh, and, Plus, there's just my own my own physical well being, my own spiritual well being, and so, and with this season, you know, there's just this nagging feeling, you know, that there's just something out there, right? Just, and so it, it can be quite wearisome. And so I, 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 I went to God, and I, I would, and I just like, what is going on? Why am I not uh, free? You know, because I mean, the the natural state of a, of a believer is freedom. And so, uh, and, and it was because I was uh, lassoing myself with the cares of this world, mm. and 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 so uh, he he started to help me realize that I needed to peel away, right? So pick off my dead leaves, right? So I had to I had to pick off my dead leaves, and some of it was that you know uh, maybe it was watching too much of the news, right? To try to and I and if you think about it, so why would I spend so much time watching the news? Well, I felt like I needed to be informed. Uh, so that I can uh, use the information to, that would might help me do all the things that I have to do 
the problem is, is it, it's kind of a bitter pill, right? After a while, it's very discouraging mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and somewhat hopeless, right? Now, granted, some of that is because of the news organizations. They frame it that way because it's sensational. And so that they get people to pay attention if they create a sensational headline and, and get you to watch it, you know. The clickbait. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, but the problem is, is that they're not in the business to make me feel better. They're in the business to get ratings. And so God was just really challenging me to um, watch out for the for for my the different sources and and influences that were coming into my life. So I started just kind of cutting the news off, and and uh, you know I started uh, spending a little bit more time with Him and and, and less time uh, with the world, and it, and it made a huge difference. And it's already He's already started to challenge me as I've spent more time with Him. He's already started to challenge me on a few things, saying, "Hey, let's do this or let's do that." And so I've already seen my productivity. Uh, go up, which obviously leads to uh, feeling better about how I'm doing. You know, the the esteem that comes from com- accomplishment is real strong. So, you know, the just just automatically just making a small adjustment has already improved the flow in my life, and I'm really grateful for it. Right. So let's talk a little bit more about what was the effect of that weariness on you, and and how did you finally come to the point where you recognized that that's what it was? Well, I. I I would have to give God credit for that. You know, I think he just came along and said, don't you want more than this? Right? <laughs> said, hey, by the way, are you happy with, with your current state of, you know, and, and I, and of course the answer is no, right? Cause yeah. the Bible says that taste of the Lord and see as he is good. And I've tasted of him and I've had some amazing seasons with God where he has just completely saturated me with his blessings and love. And, and, and so I know what it can be. And so he just was reminding, Hey, you remember, what it was like over here and the joy of your salvation exactly and and he's going hey we can do better and it's not that i was in trouble it wasn't that i was doing anything wrong per se it was just i wasn't being as diligent in certain regards and and he's like hey we could do better right we can have god's best for our lives and that's kind of our theme you know and and so he he just started saying hey a small adjustment would be let's do less of this and more of this and then as I've done that, it's, I mean, the, the response is almost immediate. And, That's amazing. And it really is, and it's His grace. And, and it's because we're aligning ourselves with Him. He was already there. He was there the whole time. Yeah. And so really, we're just getting in line and going with Him, uh, and, and our lives improve almost immediately. And I can promise you, if, uh, if you have not made uh, Jesus your Lord, if you just make Him your Lord, you will see an immediate response. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. He responds yeah. so quickly, absolutely, and uh, it may not look like you think it's going to look either, right? So, uh, too many times I know before before I became a Christian, I kind of judged it all and threw it into a box, and and I as soon as I finally gave in and 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 gave him the the reins, man, did he redefine it all? Yeah, and uh, it's much know. better than you thought. Oh right? yes, <laughs> so much better. So, but um, one of the things about about that that I, I have to realize is that you know sometimes we're looking for in the natural a way to control things that can really only be controlled by the supernatural. So, yeah, that's so the, true. The, like fear, right? You know, fear is one of those things where, especially right now with this with the virus, you can't see it, you can't taste it, you can't touch it. Uh, it could be everywhere, it could be nowhere, and uh, the enemy will use that uncertainty to generate fear. And, and anxiety and this this impending doom like yeah. any moment it could come and 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 so and it's just this it's almost just like a dull roar all the time 
and uh, and it just never lets up. You know, you go to sleep when it's there, you wake up and it's there, and 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 so it's just unceasing. And you know what? That the only way that you're going to be able to address that is in faith. You're not going to be able to address it in the natural because you can't scream at the virus and make it go away. You can't you can't scream at at, at the scenario of, of the violence or the or the disruptions or any of those things. You can't make them go away that way. They won't go that way. The only way you're going to be able to address that is in faith. The good news is faith works. It's powerful and it, it accomplishes uh, things that that the the things in the natural cannot. And so that's and you know obviously as we're dealing with ourselves too. You know it's easy to get inward focused. And and be dealing with your own fears, and then suddenly you're you're trying to medicate with the news or with chocolate ice cream, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then and then you're putting on the COVID nineteen, right? <laughs> the nineteen pounds. <laughs> so I think I saw that the other day. Some guy I saw somebody uh, put on, on my Facebook feed. It's, it was said, "Hey, do two things: turn off the news and stay off the scale." <laughs> <laughs> You'll stay happy, huh? <laughs> That's one way to control your joy level, right? So, but uh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 tells us that Jesus was focused on the joy of God coming as a result of what he was going through. You know, he was on the cross and suffering, and it said that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Yeah. You know, and if it goes on to Hebrews 12, 3 says, For consider him, which is Jesus, who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. There it is. Grow weary. Right. So what? What? It, what God? I like it, it not grow weary. Yeah. So it's telling you how to keep the weeds out. Yeah. How, how not to grow weary? How you not to let Jesus. that weary plant succeed? Yeah. He said. He says, focus on Jesus, who even though he was he was dealing with a thousand times more than what we're dealing with right now, he didn't focus on what he was dealing with. He was focusing on the joy set before him, the joy of of, of the fullness of God's plan in his life. So he and was for all of us. So he was putting up with momentary pain, suffering, mm-hmm. all that he went through, which was immense. Yeah. He had his high he had his eyes set on past that. So he was looking to the horizon. Absolutely. So using praise and thanksgiving helps us to shift our focus higher than what we're dealing with right now. So stopping the complaining and the murmuring, stopping the self-occupation, and then lifting our eyes higher to Jesus and turning that into joy and thanksgiving and contentment um, is so powerful and is sowing sowing seeds of joy and peace and life and and gratefulness and and just and strength. It says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Exactly. So you're going to have to be looking for things to be thankful for. Yeah, but they are there are still and out they're, there. They, and they're they're everywhere. Yes. If you really if you really are paying attention, if you're actively looking for the blessings of God in your life, you will find them. They yeah. are everywhere. He is actively working in your life. So the next time you have a chance, today or tomorrow, sometime soon, take a walk and just start meditating on what you can be thankful for. You know, that you can walk, your yeah. health, that you have a mask. That you have, you know, that you have clean water, that you... If you're not able to walk, uh, sit outside if you can. Yeah, yeah. In other words, set yourself somewhere a little different, and then allow yourself to just start looking around and being thankful for, for what's going on. You, there is, I guarantee you there is something you can be thankful for. Lift up the fo- your focus. You know, if your focus means whatever you're giving your time and attention to, the, the, the little details that, that you're seeing in your, in your, in your life. 
that you're meditating on. Well, and if you notice that your weary plant has gotten quite large, you need you go to God and say, God, I'm sorry. I, I've been I've been complaining, or I've been I've been I've been feeding this thing. Lord, help oh, me yeah. to help me to unroot it and get it out of my garden. Yeah, and replace it with thankfulness and and uh, and strength and faith. You Absolutely, know? and this isn't going to be just a one time, one and done no, kind of thing. It's every day, just like you were talking about with the boys. Yes, you it have is. to go out there every day. Every day, you go out there and pull out those weeds. And what's crazy is you think you get them all, and the next day you go out there and there's more weeds. And yep. I'm just like, where did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> but you just pull it back out. Yeah, but the sooner you can catch it, yeah. the quicker. The, and, and the easier it is to pull up. Yeah, too many times we're, we're got the fast food mentality and we think, well, I did it, so it's over. I only mm-hmm. had to do it once mm-hmm. when really a diligence, mm-hmm. there's a reason diligence, the word diligence exists. Yeah, faithfulness. Yeah. It takes time. Because <laughs> there are going to be constant things you have to manage. Yeah. Well, I hope that what we've shared with you today is a blessing to you. And I hope that um, it encourages you not to grow weary in your own life and instead replace it with seeds of joy and contentment and peace and thanksgiving. So if this, if this message uh, blessed you, uh, one thing you could do if you want to bless us back is share it. Is share it with your friends. And uh, you just never know, God might use you to, to help someone who's going through something really hard mm-hmm. right now. Because I guarantee you that, that almost everybody, if not everybody around you, is going through it. So yeah. share it. Share it in, in your social media or share it on, by email or a text. Uh, another thing you could also do is, um, is uh, write a review or rate it in your respective podcast uh, stores, wherever, you, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, that would really help us and help us to reach more people. And uh, we also have a website uh, that has a lot of information. That, and we have, a, we have blogs. Uh, we have uh, free downloads. I know we've been creating some, uh, some inspirational uh, phone and desktop wallpapers that you can download for free. They're really pretty. Dude. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't create them so I can say that. But <laughs> yep. And uh, we have a bookstore. We have some books that, that we've written that you might find uh, helpful. Oh, 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 and we also have a T-shirt and sweatshirts that match this idea this grow, don't grow weary yes it says yeah. don't grow weary on it and then it has the scripture on the back that talks about not growing yeah, weary yeah we spun and up a, so soft yeah we spun up we spun up a spring st- uh, spring tree spring spring teespring tree? teespring store <laughs> my bad teespring store and uh, it, it, we've got that design in there and we're gonna it be, is super cute and we're going to be adding other designs to it as we get a few more episodes if you in. have a gardener in your life that's a believer they would love it. Oh, yeah, they would. It's really they would. cool. I will say the women's shirts tend to run a little small, Yeah. so get a larger size. And you, No, but but it's because they're, they're tailor-made, and some yeah. women like that look. Yeah. Um, some women, like myself, don't find that flattering, unfortunately, anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> you look good. Well, thank you. <laughs> so uh, I'm Greg, and this is Sharon, and uh, we know that you can have God's best for your life, and we're just here to help. Yeah.